This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. TuneIn is the audio platform with something for everyone. News. In order to secure convictions in a court of law, it is essential that we conclusively. Sports. The clock at four. Donchich. The step back three. You bet. Music. You said my world on even podcasts. Whatever you love, hear it right here on TuneIn. Go to TuneIn.com or download the TuneIn app to start listening. <laughs> Welcome back. It's Sean Green Inside Scoop and here with The Dish is the host of The Morning Beat on Channel Q Radio. It's AJ Gibson. Hello, back. hey. Wendy. Come on, Wendy Williams. having famous friends because then I can brag. I'm like, mm, that's my best friend. He's okay. just hanging out. Don't do that. First and foremost, thank you, Justin. That was cute. I was on the Wendy Williams show yesterday and so was Channel Q Radio. Why'd she say it like that? Radio. She, she's so wild. <laughs> I will tell you though, last year when she found out I was doing the show for the first time, she was gagged. We talked off, off camera for quite a while because she got her start in radio. Of course. And so she was like, oh my God, you're so perfect for this. This is so great. A year later, obviously I'm trash, but that's neither here nor no, there. No, you're not. But here's what I don't want to hear. What? I don't want to hear um, Kayla Gordon um, talking about the fact that I, uh, I'm i around famous people when you spent your entire weekend with famous people. Oh, my God. Okay, but it was so random and so... I feel like I just have a very random life. Am I allowed to say the things you did? Yeah. Okay, so, um, by the way, I will just say this, though. Being in front of a live studio audience yesterday How for the first time in over a year was exhilarating. Yes. It was their first day they had an audience back. And they wow. do rapid PCR testing the morning of, even for me and, and for Emil. He was there with me. He was backstage. I know you guys had a, such a great weekend. We, we got to do a check-in because you guys we had will. an incredible we had weekend. We the most incredible weekend. I'm exhausted. Yeah. Um, but you, all of a sudden I get a text from you. You're like, this, this, is, how, this is what it's like to be Michaela's friend. <laughs> At one point I get a text, oh, hey, I'm hosting an event for Ashton Kutcher and Mila Kunis tomorrow. Okay, got it. Great, go off, sis. And then I get, then I walk in this morning. She goes, "Oh yeah, and I did a photo shoot with and uh, wore one of Beyonce's costumes." Wait, what? I, I and then listen. All this, and then she goes, "Oh yeah, I also had to stop by Mario Lopez's house yesterday." I mean, this is this girl's acting like she doesn't know anybody. No, but it's very random. Mm-hmm. It's all very just like random talk. But I did, I did host an event for Ashton Kutcher and Mila. That frequently though, it's not random. You know that, right? Like, you're in it. Well, I mean, I love it. I feel so good, and I felt good. Somebody taught me a really good lesson, though, actually, and I feel like it's important to share. Was it me? Did I, I, did I teach you? No, but you teach me a lot of stuff. <laughs> uh, somebody told me not to cancel. Like, no matter what, never cancel, because you don't know what the opportunity is, mm-hmm. and just try to say yes. So as of late, I've been like, I'm not going to cancel, even though I'm overwhelmed. I'm just going to, like, do it and commit to my word. And these, like, really great things have been happening. I've been trying to, like, move out of faith and uh, the photo shoot was for my new single that I'm going to put out for a new Pride Anthem I'm dropping, uh, which is so funny because I literally wrote that song in 2018, sat on it, refused to put it out, and now I'm like, okay, we'll do it. Isn't that wild how the universe works? 
because you don't yeah. know what's coming, where it's coming from. That's why you always got to stay in the game. Whatever whatever it is you might be going through, you just got to stay in the game. Things yeah. happen. When you least expect it, everything changes. But you also had, a, speaking of staying in the game, had, you also had like a game-changing DM. I had a moment last night. So yeah, yesterday on the show, I'm a huge fan of Legendary, the show Legendary on Fox. It's about the ballroom world, right? Yeah. And the creator randomly, I mentioned it yesterday because we were talking about a story about Cardi B on the Wendy Williams show. And I mentioned, oh my God, you all have to watch Legendary on HBO Max if you don't. It's incredible. The executive producer and the creator of the show DM'd me last night. He wants to meet this week. Incredible. I mean, how wild. You never know. You never know. Uh, uh, Cardi B. Oh, Meg The Stallion. Did I say Cardi B? Okay, because we. I'm so sorry. Megan The Stallion, she's on Legendary. Yeah. She did the. Uh, she did WAP with Cardi B, which we also talked about on the show yesterday. Wendy Williams. Listen, it was a lot of information in my brain. Thank you, Justin, <laughs> for keeping me honest. Meg The Stallion, she's incredible. Her new single also, Thought S, is wild. It's amazing. Watch the video. Okay. Right now, though, it's time for news on the beat. But I was having so much more fun doing this. <laughs> same, same. Okay. <laughs> uh, President Joe Biden is participating in the U.S.-EU summit today in Brussels after yesterday's... NATO meeting? There it was. Okay, Biden and EU leaders... Wait, 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 pause. Were you not sure how to pronounce NATO? No, at all. (laughs) I missed you. I almost spelled it out. I missed you so much. I I was almost (laughs) N-A-T-O. I hate myself. Biden and EU leaders will discuss a range of topics aimed... Could you imagine if I was like the OO leaders? Wow. E-U. Biden will also meet with... King Philippe of Belgium and Belgian Prime Minister Alexander de Croo. During yesterday's NATO summit, NATO members issued a communique highlighting the threat presented by Russia and the challenges posed by China. They also largely supported the U.S. decision to withdraw troops from Afghanistan. Biden met with Turkish President uh, afterward, adding to his long list of one-on-ones with heads of state during this extended international trip. Um, So we'll continue keeping you updated on President Biden. He's doing like a tour right now. Yeah. He's, he's on tour. He is. President Biden. Sitting down with Putin tomorrow. Yeah, I think it's incredible. Interesting. All right, well, let's do a little weather. This weather is brought to you by McDonald's. Summer's here and we're queer. It's going to be a high of 81 in New York, 90 in LA, 115 in Vegas today. We are in a heat wave, honey. Ew. Wait, it's going to be 91 in L.A. today? It's so hot. 118 in Palm Springs. 118 degrees in Palm I, Springs. I love watching you read things for the first time live <laughs> on air. <laughs> I had no idea. Listen, this is a, what, what is that, Justin? It a heat advisory? heat advisory out from Lexington, yeah. Yeah, Coachella Valley. Oh, my God. I don't even know Angeles. how you stay cool like that. Hot. But it's 93 in Houston, 91 in Kansas City. I mean, it's hot everywhere. It's going to be 120 in Cathedral City. Cat City, stay safe. Stay hydrated. If you can, stay indoors. Turn the air conditioning on. Just take care of yourself. Yeah, that's so dangerous. 120? Yeah. 120. This is called the weather. Well, I'm surprised. (laughs) Okay, well, this weather is brought to you by McDonald's. Not McDonald's. You're going to need a small summer treat like the new Minute Maid strawberry watermelon sushi or McCafe fraps and smoothies for just two bucks. Make sure you're staying hydrated however you can. Now, give us a vibe of the day. You don't have to have it all figured out to move forward. Oh. This weekend was a perfect example of that for both of us. Yes, it was. We really figured it out still. All right, coming up in What Did I Miss? A Girl Scout reports 15 million boxes of unsold cookies. Find out what they're doing with them coming up next. So what did I miss? What did I miss? Do I have to sing every song that comes in? 
I try to intro perfectly, and then you just like your noise. Your, I know. No, your noise, your nasally voice is what I was trying I know, to say. I know. Your I know. I just Fran Drescher thing it. happens. <laughs> so here's some stories you might have missed recently, just in case you weren't paying attention to the news. Don't you worry. We've got you covered. A spare ticket for a space flight with Jeff Bezos was just auctioned off. Uh, okay. You guys, you and Lisa are in the process of selling a house. You got a little extra money in your bank account soon. You could have gotten a ticket. Yeah. You had $28 million to spare. Totally. $28 million. I wouldn't spend $28 million to go to space. Well, it's so this is what you're paying for an 11 minute jolting trip into suborbital space alongside Jeff Bezos, who is really just one of the most not, he's not that exciting. He's more exciting than Elon Musk. And uh, and what's his name? Facebook. Oh, Mark Zuckerberg. Mark Zuckerberg. He was weird. They're so both weird. totally on the on the spectrum for sure. A thousand percent. Jeff Bezos a little cooler, maybe. Maybe. Um, but the, his company kicked off the auction la- last month before it was revealed that he uh, would be joining uh, his brother Mark Bezos also uh, along for the ride. So I don't know about this one. <laughs> like, listen, if I'm going to spend that much money, then after the fact, like, oh, guess what? I'm going along. Does that add value? Or does it diminish it? I don't know. I don't know what the answer is. Yeah. And also, if I spent $28 million, I've got some money to blow, right? Totally. But he might be one of the only people on the planet probably more expensive or more wealthy than me, which might make me feel some kind of way. You know rich people feel weird about money. Rich people are weird. Yeah. I, had a, I felt uh, rich this weekend every time I spent $75 on an Uber in New York City. That's insane. Um, yeah, I spent hundreds and hundreds of dollars on Ubers. I'm hoping that Uber gets back to normal now oh, that it's um, terrible. It's well, we I I feel the same way. I, we left the event and we were trying to get an Uber. We couldn't even get an Uber. No, couldn't. I was at LAX yesterday. Couldn't get one home. Yeah, how'd you Whatever. get home? Taxi. Yes. Which cost an arm and a leg. I know. I you know? know. It's a real thing. And then also, really quickly, if you haven't ridden in a taxi in a while, you have to pay before you get out. We just got out, and he's like, um... I was like, oh, I thought it was on my phone. Here's my credit card. Oh, my God, yeah. (laughs) Okay, well, listen to this story. Uh, Girl Scouts report 15 million boxes of unsold cookies due to the COVID pandemic and their declining memberships. Now, the organization uh, said that uh, around 12 million boxes are still sitting at their two baking facilities. And they said this is so unfortunate. Um, 12 million boxes? 12 million boxes of Girl Scout cookies. And uh, that's that's a lot. So uh, they said that they're going to find a way to donate the cookies to places such as food banks so that they don't go to waste because they only have a 12-month shelf life um, and they're not able to go directly to grocery stores due to the effect it would have on annual cookie sales. So uh, they're going to just try to send them to food banks. But could you imagine? Yeah, that's so crazy. That's what our, uh, our our homeless population and those needing extra food need is a bunch of sugary cookies. Well, they might. The mints are delicious. Also, I thought we did a story about this last year that, that, that Girl Scouts sold more cookies because they were able to go online. They oh, did. yeah. I thought so, too. Although, to be fair... I told about three different parents that I would buy cookies from their kids online because to help them out, and I didn't buy a single one. So Yeah, but, but we did do that story. But when you see Girl Scouts in person, it's hard to say no because they're so cute and Oh, stuff. they're so cute. So maybe that's why. All right, yeah. well, how about this? Runner Shelby Houlihan uh, has been banned for four years after testing positive for anabolic steroids. Now, she's a distance runner. Um, and is the current national champion and record holder at both the uh, 1,500 and the 5,000-meter run. This is a big deal. Olympics coming up right around the corner, right? Took to Instagram, though, to explain why 
She tested positive for anabolic steroids. She said the most likely explanation for the positive test was a burrito purchased and consumed approximately 10 hours before the drug test from an authentic Mexican food truck. So she's obviously devastated. You train your entire life for the national champion. The Olympics are right around the corner. Uh, she said she was initially banned by the Athletics Integrity Unit unit, and that she appealed the ruling to the court, uh, the arbitration for, the, for her sport. She was told on Friday that even though uh, this was previously found in pork, uh, the, the, the steroid, they did not accept her appeal. That seems a little bit weird to me. Yeah. Eating a burrito, uh, I, I don't know if a four-year ban is really appropriate for something like that, especially because there are so many hormones and things and, and so much of the food we eat, you can't monitor every single thing all day. Right. Do you know what I mean? Like, right. She's obviously trying, not trying to get a leg up. She just wanted some carnitas. Yeah. Like, And that's delicious. Have you ever had it? I'm sorry, carnitas. Is that better, <laughs> Justin? Good. I said it like a white guy at first. Carnitas. <laughs> Carnitas is so delicious. You will love it. It's pig and, oh, and a burrito. Get it. Carnitas. What if I talked like that every day? I hey, miss, would you like? I missed hey, you. Hey, would you like? To... <laughs> would you like a Carnitas burrito? Yes. Here you go. That will be $4 and a four-year ban. You can't go to the what Olympics. What is it again? Carnitas. <laughs> Welcome back to the morning beat. We're going to shift things just a bit this morning and do a checking in segment. We haven't done one in a while, but I feel like you and I both had really exciting weekends. And since this is our show and our name's on it, we just want to talk about ourselves. Yes. Uh, no, but uh, you have some really exciting stuff. I went to New York this weekend. Uh, it was a breakneck pace. I can't believe how many things we did in such a short amount of time. Uh, but I will tell you this. We flew business class out there. We each had our own individual beds and pods. We were luxurious. You were. On the way back, economy plus. Not quite the same experience. But it was gorgeous. <laughs> it, listen, but everything in between was You perfect. went to Tavern on the Green. You did your carriage ride. Okay, so we got engaged on Christmas Day, as you know. And we haven't really had an opportunity to celebrate it. Like, we got engaged on a Zoom with our parents there. Right. And that's not the way I planned on in, in proposing. I'd been talking to the Wendy Williams show uh, a year and a half ago. And they were helping me do it live on the air. And then we were going to do it on a major red carpet. All sorts of things got canceled. So I did it at home over Zoom. Which was still so cute. To be fair, he was there in person. (laughs) Our parents were over Zoom. Yeah. So this weekend, I decided to surprise him on Saturday and do, because, you know, I was on Wendy Williams yesterday, and his cousin just had twins two weeks ago. And I'm like, we need to get out there and see your cousin. Also, all of his aunts live out in East Flatbush, all of his Jamaican aunties. And so, like, we need to see them. We haven't seen them in a couple of years. We want them to come to the wedding, so let's go ahead and spend some time with them. Of course. But Saturday, I planned a whole day of surprises. So early at 10 a.m., we had a carriage ride through Central Park. So sweet. Our tour guide was incredible. It was so. I lived in New York City. I've been going there for so many years. I never did something like that. Of course. It's very touristy. You don't. You it's don't, like L.A. or Vegas. Yes. You never do what you sh- everybody but, else like, does. We don't go to the Walk of Fame. Right. We avoid it. Right. But it was actually really, really fun. And then the driver, uh, uh, he was incredible. Uh, he dropped us off at Tavern on the Green. So sweet. And we had brunch. Love it. And they greeted us with champagne because I let them know ahead of time. Yes. They have champagne at our table and they took incredible care of us. Everybody uh. kept congratulating us the entire time. Um, there was this queen that was working uh, as a host. I'm not sure of their pronouns, but they were fierce. Love. They had the nails, the hair, the beat, face. Yes. Gorge. Just took care of us the entire time. 
amazing. Uh, and then we did some shopping, uh, walked around, got changed, went to dinner. And then at one point he goes, oh my God, look up. And I'm like, what? He's like, look at that thing. There's glass sticking out a hundred floors over that building in Hudson Yards. That's insane. Who the F would ever go there? And then I you said, took him up. I said, us. We've had reservations for a month. Oh. He's like, no. <laughs> so we go up there and it's called The Edge and it's incredible. And you're hundred stories up. There's a glass floor. Yeah. You can see through. We, there's pictures. I'll put them on my Instagram again. I'm going to post another one later today. Uh, and then there's glass walls all the way around it that lean out over the city and you can lean out on them. That's so crazy. So when Lisa surprised me for my 30th, we went to New York. Yep. And we did the same tavern on the green. It was gorgeous. Uh-huh. The carriage ride. Yep. But we went to the spot where 9-11 was. Yes. And they have sort of a similar thing. They have an observation deck 100 floors up yes, too. Yes, yes, yes. yes. Yep. And that's what we did. But it's unbelievable. Do you know that one of my good friends, uh, my best friend in the world, Elena? No. Her boyfriend uh, was the the one of the lead architects on the design of the no world. way yes. and he just helped design the observation deck it's there. It's stunning. Yeah, it's the, beautiful. Uh, so that was fun, and they greeted us with champagne. We had That's I had it so all great. set up, and then we went out and we raged. We went to some bars. Uh, we had to show proof of vaccination even to go in any of them. Wow, it was wild. I am still mildly hungover from Saturday. I yes, think. but it was a great week. And then Sunday we had dinner. We had brunch on Governor's Island with Elena. And my friends, and then we went out to East Flatbush and his aunties. I'm not even telling. I can't even tell you. They made me so many things. Oh my! Like, it looked so good, and they looked so cute. Jerk chicken, but also curried goat. Okay. Uh, Aki and fish. Okay. Never heard of it. It was amazing. These are all traditional Jamaican. They made a feast. Yeah, and babe. his aunties. One of them even called me his fiance, and one oh. of them even said, "I I love you to me." They've come a long they way, They have honey. come a long they are way. very religious and very Jamaican. Well, I have to say, we had an amazing weekend as well. It feels like life is coming back to normal. Lisa DJed an I event. Know. Not just any event. For Ashton Kutcher and Mila Kunis. I mean, come on. I emceed the event. It was amazing. Uh. We had the best time. It was on, the house was the highest house, the second highest house in California on the top of the hill. Wow. It was so beautiful. It was terrifying getting up there but we Mm. did get up there and it was just so nice i feel like all of this to say life is getting back to normal the abbey had a huge event that we were supposed to go to last night it was like a new year's eve party everybody ripped their mask off yeah Yeah. there were news stations it told me yeah it looked so fun you did a photo Um, shoot this weekend i did a photo shoot this Mm -hmm. weekend for a single that i'm releasing um this this week feels good. Uh, it feels, feels good. good. It feels really good. Yeah. And I love to sing, and that feels good. Amen. So we're just doing our thing now. Mm-hmm. Thank God, because at this time last year it was rough. Rough. What were we doing at this time last year? Crying mostly. Okay. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and drinking white claws, and eating cheez its. Were we still in the cheez its? Yeah, probably. Or did we start working out? Well, no, we I were in the working cheez-its. out in July. I think. Okay, so we're <laughs> in a much different place. Thank God. All right, coming up in what's up poppin'? Taryn Manning is a spoken for lady. Find out why. Coming up next. Welcome back to the morning beat. It's time for our first round of what's poppin' of the day. But first, I do want to tell you about something really cool going on for the entire month of Pride. We're partnering up with Ralph's and Food for Less and the Los Angeles LBGT Center to help fill the fridge for homeless LGBT youth and seniors in need. You can text the word fridge to 20357 to donate to the Los Angeles LGBT Pride Pantry. That is difficult to say, by the way. Yes. Uh, donations doubled by Ralph's and Food for Less all month long. Uh, they have a, a, a goal of ending poverty uh, and, and the food crisis by 2025. And your $25 donation getting doubled this week can feed 
someone an entire week, an entire week of groceries. That's incredible. Once again, text the word fridge to 20357. Thanks again to Ralph's and Food for Less. Uh, Michaela Gordon, Taryn Manning in the news. What's popping? Well, she is now engaged to musician Anne Klein. She is very happy. There's video, actually, of Anne Klein at her gig. Jumping down from the stage to pop the question, uh, they kissed, and it was obviously a big yes. And I think that's so great. Uh, in 2017, Taryn addressed her sexuality, saying that she had been with women, but that she identified as straight. But since Orange is the New Black has ended, Taryn has been very busy. She has about eight projects in the works, including one called Karen, in which she plays a horrible racist white woman. Uh, but she's very much a lesbian, and she's very happy. And uh, we love to see it. She's been a little problematic in the past, but um, I-, I do love love, and I'm happy that... Uh, She's happy. So congratulations, Taryn Manning. Happy, happy, happy. Yeah, happy, happy. All right, well, coming up in our next hour, uh, we're showing support uh, to businesses that truly show their pride 365 days a year, uh, and we'll discuss more next. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance, too, with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. TuneIn is the audio platform with something for everyone. News. In order to secure convictions in a court of law, it is essential that we conclusively sports. That clock at four. Donchich. The step back three. You bet. Music. You set my world on fire. Yes, and even podcasts. Whatever you love, hear it right here on TuneIn. Go to TuneIn.com or download the TuneIn app to start listening. Welcome back to the Morning Beat. It's time for another round of news on the beat. Uh, we're going to switch things up just a bit right now. We're in a, a statewide, really, heat or statewide, nationwide heat wave. But here in the state of California in particular, things are getting really, really dangerously warm, especially in the Coachella Valley. So we've got Greg Rodriguez on the line, uh, a p- part of Government Affairs for Supervisor uh, Perez in Riverside County, uh, to, here to tell us about this heat advisory and how to keep you safe. Uh, Greg, mm-hmm. thank you so much for joining us. How are you? Thank you, Greg. I'm good. Thanks, AJ McKella. I love you guys. Listen to you every day. Aww. Thank you. Okay, let's talk about that well, for a minute. Yes, please. <laughs> no, you know, being from Vegas, though, I know hot, hot weather, but you guys are dealing with like degrees at 120. I mean, I don't even, it sounds like monopoly said, yeah, money. I think Cathedral City today is a high 120. Of one, yeah, 120. So, yes, uh, and you know, usually we don't get this till August. So to have this in mid June, um, it's. It's a little earlier than what we like. So, well, but but you know, the county is pretty prepared. So we operate 42 cooling centers throughout the county um, that are open and functioning. Um, we have eight of those in the Coachella Valley um, that are fully open and ready to welcome our residents in. What is that exactly? A cooling center? Yeah. So basically, we utilize like uh, senior centers, libraries, um, other uh, you know community uh, uh, buildings to allow people to come in and, you know, enjoy the air conditioning, water, and and luckily as of today, they can come in and not necessarily have to social distance if they're vaccinated and 
and masks. So it really does provide a way for individuals who, one, may not have a home, um, but two, even, especially we have a lot of elderly individuals in the Valley here that, you know, it's costly to run air conditioning. And so that can help uh, defray some of those costs and allow them to remain cool. Well, you bring up a really interesting point as things really change here in the state of California. As of today, the mask mandate's going away. Um, people are, are going back out again. Businesses are, you know, at near full capacity once again for the mm-hmm. first time in so long. People are coming to Palm Springs. Or tourism, I'm sure, is ticking back upwards. Uh, so for those uh, who maybe are out-of-staters, who maybe uh, who have never been to Palm Springs, they don't live there, uh, what do you want them to know when they're going out and about, maybe enjoying some cocktails with friends at a happy hour or a brunch, uh, and they're just doing some sightseeing throughout Palm Springs. Uh, what are some tips for them to stay safe during this heat advisory? Yeah, you know, the probably best times are to go out in early morning and late evening. Um, make sure you stay hydrated um, and, you know, not real direct sunlight. A lot of tourists, of course, have the luxury of the pool. So making sure that you're, again, hydrating and, and staying cool. So, but... You know, we uh, luckily, as the saying goes, we have a dry heat here, although it looks like it may be a little bit more humid today. But, um, you know, it doesn't get as hot as like some of our visitors that or doesn't feel as hot as some of our visitors from, say, back east that deal with the humidity and stuff. So, again, it's really about just, you know, choosing what times you go out and making sure you're not out in the heat of the day. And again, just staying really hydrated. Yeah, staying super, super hydrated. I will say this. Every time I come to Palm Springs in the summertime, I, uh, I, my favorite pastime is floating in a pool with a mojito in my hand. So, but, but. I make Amen. sure I make sure I drink a water for every single cocktail Listen, I have. Listen, <laughs> we went last year for my Zia's 80th birthday. They rented an Airbnb for the family, for our family, and it was September and it was hot. Thank God for that pool because I don't know how we would have done it. The cooling centers are amazing, though. I'm so happy that you have those for senior citizens and for homeless people. Greg, Greg Rodriguez, thank you so much for listening to the Morning Beat and talking with us today. You have very good taste. <laughs> You're welcome, AJ Miguel. Thank you. Thank you, honey. (laughs) All right. Well, it's uh, very hot because summer is here and it's queer. And it's brought to you by McDonald's. It's going to be a high of 120 in Cathedral City today, uh, a high of 90 in St. Louis, a high of 72 in Buffalo, 66 in Seattle, still nice, 86 in Miami, 93 in Kansas City, 115 in Vegas, and 118 in Palm Springs. Now, at McDonald's, you can get a small summer treat like the new Minute Maid Strawberry Watermelon Slushie or McCafe Fraps and Smoothies for just $2, and you're going to need them dealing with this heat. Now, give us a vibe of the day. Well, really quickly piggybacking off that, though, I do want to say, like, I know we were just talking to somebody from the Coachella Valley, <clears throat> excuse me, and it might not be 100 degrees where you are, but there is a heat wave across the country right now. So yeah. if it's 90 degrees, if it's 85 degrees, you still have to stay hydrated. Uh, just drink water. Absolutely. People forget about water. It's, it's literally a lifesaver. And people forget about it all the time so stay hydrated stay safe now here's your vibe of the day you don't need to have it all figured out to move forward i love that just move forward unless you're unless of course you're driving a car then you should know what then you should yeah you figure that part that feels right that tracks you you get it okay coming up nearly 80 percent of lgbtq small business owners are expected to make a full recovery in 2022 we're talking small businesses uh during pride coming up next so as Pride Month continues, uh, we I, I feel like things have shifted in recent years. It used to be when we would see a corporation uh, change their logo to a rainbow or release some merch, we felt special mm-hmm. and loved and seen. Uh, and now it feels like every corporation has jumped on the bandwagon. Right. So we've talked about this a few times, but it's difficult to know who to support, how to support, when to support. Uh 
based on, you know, not knowing how well, how long or how deeply these corporations actually support us. Mm-hmm. Um, and some of them are doing things like, you know, round up your donation or your your price. Say, say you buy a shirt and it's $38.12. Yeah. And they allow you to like round it up to $39 and give the extra 82 cents or 88 cents, whatever the, the number is, uh, to an LGBTQ organization. Right. Or add a dollar on here or there. Listen, I give a dollar every time I go to Petco. But yeah, but I like humans, the I like, like the rounding. I think it's great. It is great. It is an option, but uh, does it really do a whole lot? Is that really the best way to use our money when we could be shopping at LGBTQ plus owned shops and retailers uh, where that money directly impacts the community? Because apparently, thirty two percent of small businesses in our community uh, say that their their sales have cratered crater during this pandemic many of them won't come back you know and we are afraid that a lot of our gay bars here in west hollywood yeah. are going to be gone forever and a lot of them have well, found ways to kind of survive we got to talk about the fact that it was pride here in la this weekend and so lisa and oh, I, God, I forgot i know I, you, I know so we walked around uh we went out friday night and it was crazy and then we checked out uh the boulevard like on Sunday but it was there's so limited now in which clubs are still open Mm -hmm. that it didn't even feel like Pride it just felt like a very busy Sunday and um, we're uh, we're very hopeful that these bars reopen as far as when I don't know but god they need to reopen well apparently though and thank a lot of this is because of the relief efforts by our government you know both the both the previous administration and the current one to be fair um, nearly 80% of lgbtq small business owners expect to make a full recovery in 2022 which is really really exciting um, but i think that we should be paying attention to shining light year round not yeah. just now on companies uh, that support our community um you know there of course there's the apples and 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 the you know the nikes who have been kind of supportive for a long time i feel like apple had no choice their color their literally their logo was a rainbow apple yeah. <laughs> you know what i mean so yeah like, nbc probably another one of those it's like big old gay peacock but apparently nbc as we talked about last week a little bit problematic here are some really cool companies though and this is a really cool this is an article in usa today uh that was just released a couple weeks ago um, about different companies uh, that are owned by queer people, uh, queer people of color, uh, trans brothers and sisters, uh, and it, it points out companies that do a little bit more. So there's the smaller ones, like there's one called A Tribe Called Queer. Okay, that's cool. They, it's L.A.-based, um, clothing, things like that, right? That's cool. Right. But then there's also like Adidas. Adidas, many people don't know this, has a long, long, long history of celebrating Pride. I didn't know that, yeah, and I, I love Adidas. I always tout Barefoot Wines on the show because I'm so proud of working. I've worked with them for two years, and they've been supporting their community since 1988. Uh, Adidas has been in the game for a long time as well. Uh, I already mentioned Apple. Uh, Banana Republic, another one. No way. Of our, of our community for quite a while. I wouldn't necessarily think that because I think it's a more conservative clothing brand. I know, and they have a whole line of products out there. Um Bath and Body Works uh, is donating one million dollars to the HRC Foundation, which is really fantastic. I love Bath and Body Works. Me and Vivian used to go there all the time. Do you know that I literally wrote to Bath and Body Works when I was a little girl, maybe seven, and I was like, I just want to say that I really enjoy going to Bath and Body Works. Me and my grandma go all the time, and we just love it. And they sent me a gift certificate, and me and my grandma used it. 
I love that. I know. I, I do love a good Bath and Body Works. Yeah, I do too. Um, how about this? Here's a, here's a smaller company. Uh, so Matthew Herman and his partner David Kien co-founded a company called Boy Smells in 2016. This is really hot. With an emphasis on creating candles and intimate apparel across gender spectrum. Uh, the company, of course, has a history of celebrating pride with a fragrant collection. Uh, and they also support the Trevor Project. Uh, they donate 10% of all sales from their website through the month of July, even. So we've got a little extra time. Yeah. Uh, and their minimum donation is $100,000. That's a small company. For, for a small company to give $100,000 to anything is a really, really big deal. Um, so kudos to them. want to give a shout out to them as well. Also, keeping it, keeping it small, how about GC2B? Have you heard of them? No. Based out of Maryland. No. It's a trans-owned company that specializes in gender-affirming binders and offers a comprehensive sizing guide to get the best fit. So if you are if you are transitioning from female to male, uh, and you've had the surgery, or you just need to, need help, you know, keeping maybe you can't afford the surgery yet, and you don't want your breasts there anymore, uh, they create binders that are really fashionable, that are really cool. That's that make amazing. You feel Absolutely. Yeah, you know, binders are really, really incredible. I know um, just some of the girlfriends that I have. One in particular uh, is in the middle of of transitioning, mm-hmm. and uh, her. Their their breasts really really bother them, and so it's really great to have those binders. Well, in summertime is also tricky, you know, especially as the world reopens. People are going on vacation. We're going to pools and, and beaches and things like that more often now. Uh, so Outplay is a gender affirming swimwear company uh, offering binders with a range of compression fits. Also, I board, love board shorts uh, with compression uh, for those who might be transitioning either way. Oh, I uh, love that! Yeah, and they have a whole pride collection out right now, uh, and with all sorts of ways to show your support. Um, yeah, they have t-shirts, sports bras, pants, other sorts of apparel, which is really sort of awesome, which is, listen, I just think that it's so cool that, um, that, you know, Nike, for instance, was creating, uh, athletic wear for like Muslim women last year yeah. or a couple years ago and that's mm-hmm. a big thing and they, they showcase it at their store at the Grove I walk there all the time and they have it right up front which is really really awesome that there are more and more companies like this that are doing these sorts of things there's a company called Sway Sew Shop uh, they specialize in home apparel so if you're looking for something for your home these pillows are really cute uh, it's queer owned and operated creates products from a combination of post-consumer waste and dead stock fabric and also donating 10% of all their produce or proceeds for the month of June. Well, that's amazing. A lot and of I, really cool, like, small companies yeah. that you just don't know about in addition to the big ones, like the Adidas's and the Nikes that yeah. have been supporting this for a long time. Well, we love that uh, there's so many companies that want to celebrate Pride. Unfortunately, on the flip side, evangelicals are giving each other tips on how to survive Ugh. Pride. Uh, we're going to discuss the importance of us continuing to celebrate Pride as there is still problematic things happening in the world coming up next. Today's episode is sponsored by NerdWallet's Smart Money Podcast. Get your head in the financial game with smart investing and budgeting tips straight from the nerds. NerdWallet's experts will set future you up for success with dependable fact-based insights. No financial misinformation allowed. Learn how to save on your summer vacation, find your next credit card, or loan for a big purchase, and invest in your next index fund. Make smarter decisions in 2024. Follow NerdWallet's Smart Money Podcast on your favorite podcast app. After investing billions to light up our network, T-Mobile is America's largest 5G network. Plus, right now, you can switch, keep your phone, and we'll pay it off up to $800. See how you can save on every plan versus Verizon and AT&T at T-Mobile.com slash across America. 
to four lines via virtual prepaid card. Allowed 15 days. Qualifying unlocked device credit service ported 90 plus days with device and eligible carrier and timely redemption required. Card has no cash access and expires in six months. You know what? We can't go back to the way we used to love because there are a lot of different ways to love now that are accepted. And that's good. And that is the point of pride. Uh, But unfortunately, evangelicals still don't quite get it. Right. Uh, Which is frustrating to me because I will say this weekend, you know, part of the reason we went to New York was to spend some time with uh, my fiance's Jamaican aunties. Right. They're very, very Jamaican, very, very religious. And and we're not very keen on the idea of a homosexual nephew uh, with a white man, especially back in the day, it's taken a long time to sort of slowly win them over. And I said, listen, if we're going to invite them to our wedding, you haven't seen them in a couple of years because of the pandemic, we need to go there and spend some time with them. Yeah. Because that's the way you change people's hearts and their minds. Yeah. You spend time with them and you show them who you are, even if sometimes, you know, they don't want that. Uh, I, I believe that people are good, but also people are hateful, which I've also experienced yeah. lately. So have you. Well, so. No, go, go ahead. No, no, I was just going to say, you know, I, I wrote this song a few years ago. In 2018 is when I wrote it. Um, and it was a song for Pride brought to you by Jack Daniels. And it was a single that I had never released. I'm, I'm going to release it next week. But it's called Cry Love. And it's truly about, it's like a dance anthem. But it's about being accepted and staying strong and knowing that we're a community that loves each other even if people tell you that being gay is wrong because it's still happening. And I think that it happens quite often through churches. Mm-hmm. And it makes me so sad because... You know, what I, I feel like when vulnerable people go to the church, they're looking for answers and for love and they're mm-hmm. looking for unconditional, you know, acceptance. acceptance. Yeah. And then you have these evangelicals just dragging well, I'll them. Tell dragging. You, I'll tell you, my fiance's aunties this weekend, one of them called me his fiance once. She introduced uh. me. She kept introducing She kept FaceTiming all of her friends to show them me and him. Because <laughs> she thinks we're famous. Um, but she did introduce me as his fiance accidentally once. She kept calling me his friend. They always refer to me as his friend. Right. We've been together almost nine years. I know, I know. And another one of them said that she loved me. So And then they all sent a message to his mother, their sister, about how much they think I'm hilarious, by the way. They think I'm very, very funny. So sweet. Um, we had a full conversation about religion. Yeah. I went there and I said, listen, just so you know, yeah, there's more than one way to sort of accept people and to, and to have faith in your life. Yeah. And we showed them our way. And they might not have always agreed with it, but they were very respectful. Well, um, but one, one leader, though, of the sort of the evangelical movement – uh, from the Family Research Council. It's the president, Tony Perkins. Uh, he has a webcast called Pray, Vote, Stand. And, oh, and he had God. some interesting thoughts on Pride Month. So we're just going to kind of roll through them and then discuss. Okay. Tonight, surviving the rainbow onslaught. When you can't turn on the television, shop for cereal, or scroll through Facebook without being hit over the head with LGBT pride, how should Christians respond? Okay, so it's it's not LGBT pride. It's LGBTQIA plus pride. Yeah. And that plus includes you, sir. Anybody. Anybody can be a part of our community. That means allies. That means all sorts of things. Yeah. Um, and this onslaught, what's, what does an onslaught of j- joy and love and rainbows have to do with anything? I mean, listen, I think that unfortunately we're just watching a generation be brought down and it's a bunch of like cis privileged white men and even women who 
being white was the right way, being straight was the right way, and because the Bible said was always an answer enough. And and the world is changing. Whether or not mm. you like gay people, and whether or not we drag businesses for only hopping on board in 2021, they are hopping on it's board. Interesting that you said that you said the Bible because we had that exact conversation with his aunties. Oh, well, we like, have that conversation all I, the time. And I said, listen, I said, guess what? Just just I, listen. We can all interpret the Bible any way we we want to, but what we cannot interpret is the fact that Jesus Christ, if you believe in all of that, not once in the entirety of the Bible did he speak on homosexuality. Not once. Well, yeah, but you if we were going to break down the Bible, I mean, Uh, there's there's pages and pages underneath that have never even been unlocked. Uh We don't even know what it says. So so don't don't try to throw that argument at me. And this can be a little bit triggering, some of this audio, so I just want to warn some of our listeners. And um, and we're also going to touch on something, you know, from our perspective, what pride is to us. But let let him continue a bit. Thanks to woke corporate America and the most radical administration in history, there's no escaping the left's forced sexual revolution. Okay, pause. First of all, it's escaping, escaping. not I was escaping. Just There's no X, sir, Mr. That Perkins. was triggering to me. And also, does he think that because Joe Biden became president a few months ago that all of a sudden all of this happened? This was happening years ago. Um, the, the, the White House was rainbow colors during the Obama administration, yeah. so I don't know, what, whatever. But they talk about also um, that this is now rivaling Christmas. And it's so weird to me. Why would it be rivaling Christmas? What does that mean? It's a month-long celebration. Christmas only gets a day. It's just wild to me. Uh, Let them continue just a bit, and then I want to point out something. What does the Bible say about confronting the culture's rebellion? How did we get to the point where celebrating sex and transgenderism became a 30-day event that rivals Christmas? Pause. Okay. Christmas lasts literally. I started putting my tree up in November. Yeah. Like that's the biggest fight people have during Christmas. Is yeah. like, do you put the tree up before who do after Thanksgiving? Oh, yeah. I have friends who do it at Halloween. And if you go to a big lots, they start se- they start selling Christmas stuff in like August. Yeah, and also big lots. Not you and your big lots. You know, references. I love big lots. But I also want to remind you, Mr. Perkins, that the only people that that sexualize us and celebrate my, our sexual nature is you guys. It's straight people. It's not us. You've been in a relationship for six. I've been in one for nine. How, 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 percentage wise, how much is sex a part of your relationship overall? 1%? Mm-hmm. Maybe on a good, like, I was, real talk. I'll be really just transparent. I mean, here. I don't know. I, I feel like I, for me, I do embrace um, sex. No, but that's fine. I'm not and saying I that. Do, no, 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 I know what you're saying, mm-hmm. but like, I uh, to Mr. Perkins' point, like, I do celebrate sex in our community. I think that heterosexuals don't celebrate sex enough. Well, that's that's also true, I, and I do hear that. But when you just think about your happiest moments with Lisa, are you thinking about like... Doing Making the nasty, love to her? Sometimes, maybe. Being intimate? Or just a silly thing that you guys like thought was funny together one day randomly on the couch. Yeah, but... Just like a normal relationship. Yeah, a normal relationship, but also I do celebrate our moments of intimacy. I mean, we've had like breakthroughs during the times that we were intimate. It's been beautiful. Like, I don't like that he tries to make sex like dirty or gross either i hear that too listen we had a moment in a shower this weekend in new york city that i will forever that was beautiful forever forever <laughs> cherish yeah. um, but it's just this idea of like you have to deal with us for a whole month they do the same thing during black history month white people freak out because we have black history month there's a reason for these things mm-hmm. we need to carve out space because you won't give it to us otherwise um so just, I don't even want to listen to him I'm going to send my single to him. It's called Cry Love. It'll be out next week, and I'm going to send it to him. Talks yeah. all about this. Yeah. But like in a fun way. Maybe he'll dance to it.
<laughs> Maybe we'll get him dancing. Send him the video. Let's send him to Denver Pride with us. Maybe he'll come. I don't want him there. Okay. No. Welcome back to the Morning Beat. It's time for another round of What's Poppin'. But first, I want to tell you about something really cool that you can be a part of uh, helping celebrate Pride Month. It's important to give back to those in need. And if you've got something to give, here's a chance for you to help out. Uh, during Pride Month, we've partnered with, with Ralph's and Food for Less, uh, as well as the Los Angeles LGBT Center to help fill the fridge for homeless LGBT youth and seniors this month. Grab your phone, text the word FRIDGE, F-R-I-D-G-E, to 20357. The entire month, uh, Ralph's and Food for Less will double your donation. Uh, So $10, for instance, can keep somebody fed for an entire day. Uh, Again, text the word FRIDGE, 20357, uh, and thank you. Uh, we appreciate what you're doing, Ralph. It's really yeah, awesome. Yeah, we do. Uh, and the LGBT Center, of course, as always, doing so much good work for our community. Uh, Michaela Gordon, what is popping? Okay, so this story gets complicated, so buckle up and try to hang on. <laughs> Chrissy Teigen has come out with a statement, a full-on, like, four-page apology where she takes full credit for all the harm that she has done, particularly to Courtney Stodden. Um, but then Michael Costello, who's a big designer, came oh, out and Michael said, Costello. yeah, he's one of my favorite designers, yeah, best great. known for JLo, Beyonce. Yeah, yeah, of course. Apparently in 2014, he got into, um, it, 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 I guess somebody took over his Twitter and like uh, tried to write something horrible to Chrissy Teigen, to which Chrissy Teigen called out Michael Costello, said he was racist, blah, blah, blah. Michael Costello showed the DMs where he said, Chrissy, I would never say that. A disgruntled employee made that up. I didn't. Please, can I call you? Can I talk to you? She said to him, no, I will never speak to you, and I hope you die like your career. And continued to get in the way of him. She's a bully. So that was in 2014, right? So then... Messages came out against Michael Costello from another designer who said, Oh, karma, won't the tables turn? Because you actually did call me to my face a racist name and I beat your ASS. You're a bully also. Well, then... Wait, oh, so he... uh, So he's apparently a bully too. But then your friend Yvette Nicole Brown mm -hmm. wrote underneath Chrissy Teigen's page, Sending Love... To which she had to make a statement today about uh, people saying they wanted to cancel Yvette Nicole Brown. Now celebrities who are showing support to Chrissy Teigen are getting quote unquote canceled. And she said, go ahead, cancel me. I'm not afraid of any of you. Well, that's interesting. This is what I love love about Yvette. She's incredible. She's gone through so much recently, too. She just lost lost another family member recently. Um, And, and... She's been going through it, and she and I have been texting off and on lately, and the great thing about her, she says this on her text, too, she's like, on her post, she's like, I've been saving money since the beginning. Yeah. I've been putting my money back. I've never she been in this. Humble. She She's also a very introverted person. She's not like this outspoken, loud, like, sort of, like, like she's not chasing fame. She never has. It's what makes her so likable. Yeah. And so great to work with. She's well, genuinely... Fantastic. I think she's amazing, but I think it has to go back to, I understand where she's coming from with Chrissy Teigen, and I will say that I don't like Michael Costello's behavior because I do think that he's been a bully in some ways. But back to Chrissy, and I had this conversation with my makeup artist yesterday. We were all having um, dinner, and I said, you know, even in my darkest moments, I've never wished somebody to kill themselves. And I think that that's where 
even with all of the apologizing, dirt naps, kill yourself, your yeah. career's about to she, die. She sounds like a broken person. I and, yeah. and I mean, listen, if you read the apology, it sounds nice, but it's... I don't know if you can come back from that. Nobody wants a written apology from your assistant or your publicist. They want you to do better. Yeah, I think you just can't wish people yeah. death. All right, well, coming up in What the Health, Dr. James joins us to talk about California reopening and how to stay safe coming up next. Welcome back to The Morning Beat. Thank you so much for hanging out with us today. As always, as we continue celebrating Pride all month long, as you know, Pride is 365 mm-hmm. days a year here at Channel Q, but... Getting a, giving it a, a little extra love this entire month. Uh, coming up here in about 15 minutes, we're joined by Dr. James Simmons. Uh, giving love to those trying to survive this heat wave. Ooh, it is hot. It's hot, so hot. Hot all over the country, especially in the Coachella Valley. Cathedral City, 120 degrees today. How do you survive that? Well, yes. Dr. James is giving us some pointers on staying safe uh, during these hot summer months. Also, as you know, mask mandates are being lifted here in California today. Uh, most of the country is just wide open again now. Uh, so, uh, how do we how do we adjust to that new normal? Uh, he's got some great uh, conversation, uh, some great pointers for us as well. Um, also, on tomorrow's program, we have a really strong ally of the community. We're so so proud to have him on the show. Uh, he's good to us, and he has got a voice. Worth listening oh my to. God, he's Sam, so good. Sam Fisher on the morning beat. Also, we've got Lil Nas X on the program Thursday. Hey now. Not a bad week. No, it's not. It's a great week. It is a fantastic week. As we week. continue Pride. And as, as always, we have the uh, season four, five, season four. Four. Four finalists. finalists 11th, 11th place, place finisher winner, of American winner. Idol on the, the morning beat again. Yes, we do. Today, tomorrow, every day. What will we talk about? I don't know. You probably. A new single? You have a new single coming out? Next week. What's it called? Cry Love. Cry Love. So it kind of sounds like cryotherapy. Is it going to make me... No, don't, don't. That is not... A, don't, no. You need to get a publicist. That's that is not how you promote that song. That's right. It I sounds went. like cryotherapy. It's a, it's, a, it's an anthem for the LGBTQ community. About freezing Cry, your about, bones. About freezing your bones after a hard, <laughs> hard workout. So After going to the Abbey about, and dancing yeah. all night long, about, you have to go yeah. to cryotherapy. And it helps you increase your collagen in your face, yes. too, which is really, really, really helpful. Wow, so. this is really tracking. I, it's gone a whole new direction. Such an, just imagine. <laughs> just imagine what you could have done with your career if you made top 10. Oh, my God. Do you think I'd be here? I just want to say this. At 8 a.m.? I just want to say this. Listen, y'all. I know we're in season 79 of American Idol now, so it's a <laughs> long time ago since Michaela was on there. But she was a trailblazer. She was the youngest Ugh. at the time to ever do the show. And, and she really made top 10. You are being so she nice really to me this morning. No. You missed me. If people knew the actual you story. You missed me. People knew the real story. Oh, they, you knew, they would know you made top so 10. Missed me? I gotta tell you guys what um, oh, AJ Gibson did. While you tell the story, I'm gonna book another flight back to New York. Okay, AJ Gibson gets so nervous, does not like confrontation, doesn't like too much, but in New York, went to the DJ at the club, <laughs> held out his phone, asked for them to say happy birthday, Michaela Gordon. Her birthday is January 14th. And all the way in New York, <laughs> the DJ said, there. happy birthday, Michaela Gordon. And then my partner and I screamed bloody murder. And then I screamed bloody but, uh, murder. But here's the thing. I had to stand there for two minutes holding my phone up to get him to say it to you. And I was so nervous the whole time. I know. It was so great. And Emil recorded it and sent it to you. I know. And it literally made my week. You make me uncomfortable. It's okay. 
How I'm about, pushing you. How about some news on the beat? I'm comfortable with news. Okay, let's do news. Uh, momentum is building in the Senate behind a $1.2 trillion infrastructure proposal. After some rocky negotiations last week, new pressure to get a deal done has led some liberal leaders to warm uh, to a possible smaller package with some assurances from more moderate Democrats that an expanded package could be passed later. Republican leaders say there could be enough support from their side to avoid a filibuster attempt. Details of this plan announced by a bipartisan group of senators last week are still not publicly known. Meanwhile, it's no secret that supply chain issues are snarling commerce across the country and retailers are pleading with the Biden administration to address major log jams at U.S. ports. Now, in other news, California uh, candidate Caitlyn Jenner lashed out at comedian Jimmy Kimmel, calling him transphobic for a joke he made. He said, are you sure that isn't Donald Trump in a Caitlyn Jenner wig? We have the audio. Take a listen. I did not keep up with the Kardashian. Did they turn out okay? Like, none of them married a crazy person or anything, right? How's the dad, Bruce, the Olympic guy? Good? Okay, so this is really interesting because... Okay, well, this is what Caitlyn says. Yeah. Caitlyn goes on to say, if that was a Republican, you would have dragged them. But just because it's Jimmy Kimmel, like, that's still transphobic, saying it's just Donald Trump in a wig. Will the community stand up and say something now? Do you think it, Do you think it's transphobic? Or do you think it's comedy? Um, I don't... I... Uh, I don't like it. I don't think it was cool of Jimmy Kimmel. Yeah, I have no problem with it, um, personally. And, and here's why. We have to we have to address people as they see fit and they're comfortable, right? As we're learning more and more social pronouns. Caitlyn Jenner has said time and time again she does not mind being dead named. Her own mother still calls her Bruce. And oh. in this instance, as we've done on our show, Jimmy was referring to the time that Caitlyn was on Keeping Up the Kardashians, and at that time, Caitlyn was Bruce. But Caitlyn he, wasn't on Keeping Up the Kardashians. But he does say. Uh, Trump, I guess the, you're right. Trump, I mean, yeah. And the Trump wig thing, I mean, that, that you can, you, I feel like Jimmy, go ahead and play that. And let's listen to that and then we'll discuss it. Because I, I hear you. I hear you on this. No, but I hear Are you Are we sure too. that is but in a Caitlyn Jenner wig? Because, I mean, look at this. The resemblance is uncanny. This, I, they really, they've got all the same kind of moves. So here's the thing. And here's, and here's, and I, I know Jimmy Kimmel as a, as a comedian and I actually really enjoy Yeah, him. I love Jimmy Kimmel. And he would make this exact joke about Ted Cruz or Marco Rubio or any of these other Republicans or Mitch McConnell, he would make that exact joke. Yeah, I think the difference is they're not trans women. And although Caitlyn Jenner doesn't take it seriously, many trans women are dying right now. And Mm -hmm. I think that that's why it's problematic. Uh, Jimmy Kimmel, I think, meant to be funny. And he didn't dead name her. He did go on to say Caitlyn Jenner has a better chance of being the next Batman than she does the governor of California. (laughs) Which is like, that's a good joke. So, and, and he still used her pronouns. Because at the end of the day, I think that we have to look at it as a bigger picture and if we start making jokes like that then we're making jokes like that to trans women who do take their pronouns very seriously because one person let it slide but that goes to show again why Caitlyn Jenner is problematic she doesn't take yeah. it seriously and then others trans well, women because suffer because she of literally that says you don't need I don't care if you dead name me yeah. she says that so, I, right. so it's confusing so for me I don't have a problem Next with messaging. this but I can understand how other women in our community might yeah all right it. well let's get into a little weather uh summer is here and it's queer and it's brought to you by McDonald's it's going to be a high of 118 in Palm Springs today, 115 in Vegas, 91 in LA, 81 in New York, a full-on heat wave. We spoke with Greg 
Rodriguez uh, in Palm Springs about cooling centers that are available in the Coachella Valley. Yeah, we're going to share you... that. We're going to share it in our final hour again this conversation. Yeah. some really great points on staying safe during this heat wave. Because it's so hot. Now, at McDonald's, get a small summer treat like the new Minute Maid Strawberry Watermelon Sushi or McCafe Fraps and Smoothies. Just $2. Now, give us a vibe of the day. You don't have to have it all figured out to move forward. You don't. No, you don't. For example, say you're in your car and you want to drive from like Griffith Park to Glendale nearby. Yeah. Right? It's this reference here in Southern California. It's just a little bit to the east. They're right next to each other. You don't have it all figured out. Here's how you can figure it out. Put it in your GPS and drive. Yeah. You know who lives in Glendale? Who? Mario Lopez. Yes, he does. Right next to Griffith Park. Yeah. Weren't you at his house this weekend? Yeah, he was. I'm just dropping some names I for love you. you. <laughs> all right. Coming up in What the Health, Dr. James joins us to discuss California reopening and how to keep safe next. Welcome back to the Morning Beat. As a heat wave sort of stifles much of the country, especially here on the West Coast, uh, we're going to be talking to Dr. James here in just a moment. What the health? Giving you some tips oh, on trying yeah, to keep you safe. But we do want to remind you that tomorrow, 24 hours from right now, the same time tomorrow, we've got musician, one of our favorite artists here at Channel Q, Sam Fisher, on the Morning Beat. Woo! He is a strong, strong ally to our community. We always appreciate his support. And we can't wait to speak with him here on the show. And then, of course, Lil Nas X a little bit later in the week on Thursday. No big deal. Just a little name drop right there. Yeah. Speaking of name drops, though, Dr. James Simmons is a name you need to know. He's on the uh, the phone right now. Dr. James, how are you? Did you just put me in the same sentence with Lil Nas X? You be- honey, you better believe it. I did. <laughs> wow. Okay, my week's good. I'm done. Thank you. Yeah. Happy, happy, happy Tuesday. Yes. Um, but on a serious sure. note, though, uh, this heat wave is no joke. It's horrible. Uh, it's hot out here uh, and throughout a part, of, a large part of the West Coast right now, uh, all up in north, north and south. Uh, what do people need to know to stay safe during these sort of heat waves? Yeah, these are pretty wild, right? And it's not just necessarily, you know, California where we are, but lots of different places. And this is just a, a really great reminder Every year about this time, as we start to go into the hotter months, some things that you really need to sort of stay on top of. And I think one of the most important things to think about here is that regardless of your age, heat is no joke. It really does impact you. And I cannot tell you the number of individuals I've had who are otherwise sort of young and healthy and were like, I can do my marathon training in 100 degree heat, regardless of humidity or whatever. And they go outside and train and then they end up in my emergency room. So that's not what we want. A few things to remember. If you have underlying medical conditions or are over the age of 65, the heat impacts you three or four times more than everybody else. So when we say stay inside and stay in cool places, if that is accessible to you, just do it. You don't need to be a hero. This is not when you go tend your garden. This is definitely not when you take your dog for a walk, right? Guess Mm. guess what? Dogs dogs need a break from the walk for a couple of days because they're really susceptible to this as well. And even if you're staying inside, I think the number one thing is make sure that you are drinking enough water oh, even that's, being inside you're well, sweating more so than good. you realize I feel like maybe this is a myth maybe it's not but I, I think that if people have the luxury of having a pool they may think well it's hot but I can just jump in the pool and like hang out do you think it's even too hot for that just being in the sun if you yes, it, it really is sort of about being in the sun. So if you have a pool that, that is cool and that's accessible to you as well, jump in it for a few minutes to cool off. But that's not the thing that's really going to keep you 
cool in this extreme heat. And right, there's sometimes there's differences, right? 88, 90 degrees, really warm, but a lot of us kind of know how to handle that. When we're pushing 100 and the humidity is a lot higher in all of these different places, it's really about keeping your core bo- body temperature cool. And if that means taking a cool shower, not cold, but cool, a cool shower, um, drink water, but not in, in excess, right? You don't need excess amounts of water, but you should be drinking a little bit of water throughout the day and definitely drink before you get thirsty. The other thing I want to remind people too is check in on your loved ones and not just, you know, we think about, oh, let's check in on maybe the single elderly person. Obviously we're doing that, but then other neighbors as well, other people who might be working outside, just like Especially now, today, masks are off, right, at least in California. So run up to your neighbor, make sure that they're okay, let them know that you're looking out for them. It's really, really important because so many bad things happen in this What about friends that are wearing uh, heavier-than-normal hair extensions today uh, (laughs) that could could (laughs) warm things up a bit? Should we look out for them as well? Yeah, listen, I'm terrified for my spray tan. Right, wear loose, lightweight, light clothing um loose lightweight things like that i'm not sure hair extensions count yeah not, i'm not sure about the, the shared length hair well, extensions it's Michaela. tough for me because i feel like with this heat i'm also very easily able to sweat my spray tan off and that's just <laughs> devastating <laughs> i just don't do well with the heat wave i guess my weave and my spray tan it's just too much you're for my built, body you're not built for I'm it not built, even there, though there's I'm a from whole Vegas. separate segment we need to do for michaela just <laughs> like how does michaela survive the heat <laughs> that is true but really quickly before we uh, before we move on you did mention that the, the state of California reopening today uh, in the midst of this heat wave. Uh, it's a lot going on. Any special considerations uh, for those kind of re-entering the world maybe for the first time today? Something to, for them to think about. Yeah, it's a fun, exciting day, right? I think we a lot of us saw the video from the Abbey overnight and, and all, all of that is really great. If you're vaccinated, go out, have fun, uh, be safe. I think it's one of the things that's really important here is, to, is people to really be kind to each other in, in this transition back to whatever life 2.0 is going to look like, because some people are still going to want to wear masks. And it doesn't mean that they're not vaccinated. It just means that they're not comfortable taking their masks off yet, and that's okay. Um, so though the, you know, a lot of the restrictions are gone, the social distancing restrictions, limits on restaurants, theme parks, other businesses, things like that are lifting today. Um, you know, most mask mandates are gone for vaccinated people. Please don't assume that if someone's wearing a mask that they're unvaccinated or that they're not down with hanging out or whatever, right? It's going to take people a while to transition through these things. Lots of rules are changing. Everyone, I just please pack your pack your mask anyway, because you don't know if private businesses are still going to ask you to wear your mask, which they're allowed to do, and pack your patients. Um, okay, well, Dr. James Simmons, thank you for that conversation. We want to continue speaking with you for What the Health on how coffee could make you blind and makeup can be harming your health. What you need to know coming up next with Dr. James Simmons. Welcome back to the Morning Beat. It's time for another round of What the Health with Dr. James Simmons. Mm-hmm. Uh, welcome, Dr. James. I'm kind of concerned, though, and I need some uh, some of your expert advice, if you will. Uh, of course. Hi- apparently, high caffeine consumption, that includes coffee, could be associated with increased risk of blindness. What is Lord, going on? Lord, don't say listen, it. We host a morning show, and without coffee, this show doesn't exist. Yeah. So, I mean so, nothing. So, please set the record straight or tell us that we should be concerned. I think you maybe should not be concerned unless you know that you have a genetic predisposition to glaucoma. And sort of not just any glaucoma, but uh, this like acute angle, really intense type of glaucoma that we talk about. So 
what, what they found in this study, I think this is really fascinating because the more we learn about genes and the more we learn about sort of our nutrition and, you know, the, the relationship between our genes and what we eat and our environment, all of those things, we're learning more and more every day. They did this big study. They went back and looked at like 120,000 folks, and they basically looked at, okay, did they develop glaucoma uh, that can lead to blindness? It's the number one cause of blindness in the United States. It, did they develop glaucoma? And did they have high caffeine intake? So they looked at a lot of these people with high caffeine intake, and the only ones who developed glaucoma were the ones who also had a genetic predisposition for it. Everyone else, if you did not have a genetic predisposition for this, it did not increase your risk. So you can keep drinking all the coffee that you want and keep doing your morning show fueled up on coffee, but I recommend you go see an ophthalmologist or at least your primary care provider to start to sort of have a discussion about how can I figure out if I'm one of those people who's at a genetic predisposition. So just to clarify, Michaela's uh, McCafe fraps every morning are still okay. They're yes. still on the table. <laughs> I mean, as long as she's not one of those people who, who have a genetic predisposition, um, <laughs> but... I will tell you that those people who do have that were at a significantly higher risk. Yikes. That's for, awful. Well, uh, yeah. Now that I know that coffee is okay, my next question is makeup. Apparently makeup dun, dun, dun. can also affect your health. Now, as a very proud wannabe drag queen, nothing is going to get in my way from a long lash unless it kills me. So where are we at? <laughs> I sort of love this. I was thinking about this the same thing, too, when I was sort of reading the research. I was like, but is this really going to stop people from wearing makeup? It probably won't. No. So there's a bill being act- actually introduced today, um, and it's, it is a Senate bill. It's the No PFASs in Cosmetics Act. And essentially what they're finding is PFASs, the most familiar one uh, to us. There's lots of them. There's, uh, I think, 16 or 18 of them. The one that's most familiar to us is Teflon. So what they're finding is that there's a really, really, really high percent of Teflon showing up in a lot of our different makeups. So like 63% of foundations, 82% of waterproof mascaras, 62% of those long-lasting makeups. Well, part of what's making those, those are those lipsticks. Part of what's making those lipsticks last long is that they have Teflon in them. Well, that's not good for you because it does sort of slowly over time, over many, many, many repeated applications, um, get absorbed by your body and it, you know, really can mess with your, um, with your thyroid. There's all these different types of things that we know chemicals like Teflon are really bad for us. So what this bill is saying is, listen, makeup industry, you don't actually have to make your makeup with Teflon and all of these other chemicals in it. So please stop because they're harmful. Yeah. Yeah, that's good to know. That is good to know. There's a lot of things that we that we use in our bodies that we've been putting on our bodies forever that we're we're now realizing. I remember watching a documentary years ago on the types of toothpaste to avoid and the types oh, of shampoos yeah. and soaps deodorant. to avoid. Yeah, deodorant is a big one. A lot of chemicals and metals and deodorant. Um, and and listen, information is a good thing. We all make the choices we make based on the information we have. Uh, but that's why we appreciate you so much because it is it is uh, so helpful you set the record straight. Yeah, also a good question from our producer. If Teflon is the problem, should we get rid of our nonstick cooking pans? Well, some people believe in that too, yeah. Or should we just get rid of right. cooking altogether like I did? It's been so, so controversial for so long. Whether or not using those Teflon, does it actually like absorb into your food? And then if you eat it, are you eating those chemicals? Uh, it's still a little bit up in the air. The The most recent research that I recall about this is that it's not that dangerous as long as you don't use a Teflon pan past its 
uh, like prime, if you will, right? If you're scraping and scraping and scraping and some of that stuff's coming off, it's time to throw the pan away and get a different pan. Yeah, and also... This is, a, this is a little bit different in that you're definitely putting it on your body and you're doing it repeatedly over time. And it's really the stuff you should avoid at this point until they kind of fix this is anything waterproof or long-lasting. Those are the ones that have the most... So uh, also, uh, here, Michaela, what I'm hearing is that the compromise for you could be you still get to wear your makeup and enjoy your makeup, but maybe you should stop sleeping in it sometimes because Michaela will look really, really cute and get done up for an event and then she'll show up on a Monday morning like full beat and I'm like... Oh yeah, I'll use my makeup for the next three days. I had a big photo shoot yesterday and then I have to film today and tomorrow. Uh, So my hair is still very much intact and my makeup is still very much similar <laughs> to the photo shoot yesterday. Listen, I wore my makeup from the Wendy I Williams show, money. got on a plane uh, and flew cross country and I could not I was like, oh god, why is this still on my face? But I looked really cute. Yes. So I kind of wanted to like, go with it. And I gotta make the most out of my money, honey. If I'm in a pilot well, I, I know I'm gonna a, wear it for 40. A, right? Am I looking cute or am I worried about Teflon in my you James, know, you love when you give us advice and we're like, eh, we're gonna ignore you. Thanks for we're calling like, Thanks, in Thanks Dr. James. Still gonna sleep in it though. Uh, so, right, this is what it's all about. Even for the Listeners, right? I am just here to provide you with information. The actions that you take based off of that information are up to you, you, boo boo. I love it. Yep. All right, well, coming up, somebody who's taking big action, uh, American Idol alum and friend of mine, David Archuleta, came out on Instagram. uh, Find out the details and what's popping. I still can't believe it's been 10 years since Born This Way came out. I'll tell you, back in the day, and I'm going to let you get to what's popping in just a moment, but uh, this song's been popping for a decade. And 10 years ago, I was training for a reality show called Expedition Impossible that aired in the summer of 2011. I can't believe that's 10 years. Uh, And this song came out, and I will tell you, I trained so hard to run up those mountains and to kayak through those rivers. I lived in the wild for three weeks. You know what got me through it? Hmm. Listening to Born This Way on repeat at 24-hour fitness on Santa Monica Boulevard. Oh, my God. I was in the best <laughs> shape of my life. And I put that song on repeat and just listened to it for hours. And I got in shape, honey. I love it. Oh. I love it. And then I interviewed Gaga and told her. How important that song has been to me in my life. And That's we, just, so we had a moment. Sweet. It's my most liked photo on Instagram. I'm just saying, like, whatever. Yeah. No biggie, no biggie. No uh, what biggie, is, star. What is popping, though, besides uh, Lady Gaga, of Okay, course. well, this is interesting. So, obviously, uh, I'm friends with a lot of American Idols, including alum David Archuleta. And um, I'd always kind of personally known. But he uh, came out and sort of gave a master class in Mormon coming out on his Instagram this weekend. Um, It would seem rather obvious to anyone these days, especially during Pride Month, what it means to come out. But David Archuleta uh, really felt compelled to be very, very honest about the fact that he is gay and how it was very difficult in the Mormon church to be gay. And... um, it was a really difficult time for him. And so although he wanted to be honest, he really was unable to. He said, I like to keep myself uh, quiet, but I also thought this was important to share. Um, and he uh, it was just very honest. So I, I think it's really great and it's good for him. For some reason, though, I think people thought he had already come out. Oh, yeah, but so I'm confused, though, because I'm reading this article, and he says, and it's also saying he says that he's not sure about his sexuality, but that he's a member of the community. So is he actually saying gay, gay? Or is, is he, he saying, saying bisexual? Or is he saying queer? Queer, maybe? Yeah. Um, it's sort of a catch-all phrase, you know, that used to be signed. It, it's interesting, because when I saw this What's Poppin', uh, I was uh, low-key kind of shocked, because I thought he came out like 10 years ago. 
I thought he did. But here's the thing about being in our community, especially if you're a gay man and it's other gay men. You kind of just have, like, the gaydar. You just can kind of tell that there's something about somebody that's similar, um, similar to what you are. And for me, uh, it's always it's it's always well, that the coming out. Like I th- I just thought that we were the same. Yeah. Well, he does say, um, I've tried to be straight. I went on a mission. I follow the rules. I'll still go to church. I want to raise my kids in the church. I love the gospel, and I still believe. Um, in regards to his sexuality, he, uh, I'm gay, we say, but I promise it'll still be good. That I'll still be good. Okay. Well, so there it is. Um, yeah. I thought, I, we're, speaking of American Idol news, I thought you were talking about the other huge news. Right. Uh, from one of my favorite, probably my favorite idol of all time. Who? Uh, well, somebody's got a new, uh, Las Vegas residency called Reflection. Beginning oh December 1st. Oh my God. 2021. Oh. My God. At the you theater at, out of at Resorts World Las Vegas, Carrie Underwood, a residency. Oh Iconic. My We're God. booking our tickets. Can First we go? Of all, I'm not even dealing with you right now. Can it's we go? Tuesday. You guys were roommates for a while. I Can don't. I don't want to go. Just reach out. Just no, reach out. I don't want to. I never out. even liked her until I started doing this show. Oh my god! I've fallen in love with her in the last Turn year. Turn his half. mic off. Carrie, you are a queen. <laughs> Shut up. Welcome back to the Morning Beat. Now, our next guest was on our show just recently promoting uh, his new B horror comedy film, Roadhead. Has everything to do with heads in the road, yes. not the other thing. Yes. Uh, but he's joining <laughs> us again as we celebrate the B and LGBTQ plus uh, this week as a proud out. Uh, bisexual man. Please welcome back to the program, Clayton Ferris. Clayton, how are you? Hi, Clayton. Hey, guys. How are you? I'm, I'm doing very well. Good. And yes, it's all about heads in the road. Heads yes. in the road. There, just to clarify. And bisexual. Yeah, let's talk about this a little bit because I'll be really, really honest. Uh, I I think that sometimes the B in our community is the one that's often overlooked oh, yeah. uh, and most confusing for a lot of people, myself included, when I came out to my family, I told them I was bisexual 20 years ago because that, in some weird way, I think it gave them some sort of hope, uh, even though I know I'm 100% homosexual. Um, what do you think the most common misconception about being bisexual is from your experience? I mean, I feel like it. it's what you just mentioned. It's people thinking, mainly within like the community, that if someone, especially a guy, comes out as bi, that they're just kind of buying time were afraid to come clean with their, like, true sexuality. Mm-hmm. Mm. Like you're hiding and, something, like you just don't know yet. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Or it's just, you know, part of the journey to get to, like, fully coming out as gay. But, I mean, that's, you know, that's the interesting thing about bisexuality is it can be, a, it's just like an internal struggle because, like, someone like me, like, my first thought was, like, wait, I'm, I'm gay you know, like I'm gay. I'm gonna. I I had the pleasure of experiencing like the lifestyle or like what happens to a kid when they grow up gay in the South. I I experienced all of that, and then kind of in my twenties, I was like, I don't know if that's really fully who I am. Hmm. So it's just it's just like a it's a it's just like a long term kind of struggle to figure it out, and then it's so it. It's kind of weird in the end to come out like I did because I only came out publicly recently Mm -hmm. and just to finally come out and be like, 
I'm bisexual and to say it and put words to it, it just makes, it takes away so much pressure, so much just like how other people see you and judge you. And it allows you just to be yourself. I think that's the most important, Clayton. And honestly, I I totally understand where you're coming from. I have my own battles with was I bisexual to just wanting to be with women specifically. But when you are with a woman, I feel like sometimes there's a misconception with bisexual men that no, you are in fact gay or you're not as masculine um, as maybe straight men. Uh, Do you have those conversations with women? Is it difficult or is it more difficult sometimes with gay men? Well, I, I feel like they're, you know, like they're whenever you're someone kind of like I am and you're right down the middle, so to speak, it's like you are kind of too gay or too queer for like some of the straight bros. Mm-hmm. And then you're too straight for some of your uh, gay friends. So it's like it's just it's like but it really comes down to like, who cares? Just be yourself. Luckily, we're in this time now where it's like, you know, everyone's more open and accepting. Mm-hmm. But there is this idea of like bi erasure, you know, that I really never understood because I, I'm lucky that I kind of pass as just like a cis man. But it wasn't until I started dating a uh, woman that I was like, oh, there is bi erasure. And you do want to kind of like, be part of the community and be yourself, but people kind of don't recognize it because you've been with a woman for like two years. Well, so yeah, Does that I, make I sense? Think, yeah, that's very, yeah. that's very real. And I'll say, like, I have a good friend of mine who years ago, uh, yeah, maybe five, six years ago, uh, we were at a party, at a Christmas party. We were both drinking a bit, and I found out that he was bisexual, and I didn't react that well to it, to be honest. I felt sort of like, okay, come on, whatever. Like, I know. Not only are you a gay, you're a bottom, which is terrible to even think, right? Um, but in my mind, I was like, well, if you're a bottom, you definitely are gay. There's no way. Because in my mind, I think I thought bisexual men must clearly be tops. And that's sort of <laughs> what I thought. And yeah. I think I was almost in some ways, and I don't know why, and it took me years of sort of exploring this. And, and we're at a very different place now. But I think I was in some ways offended that he was like claiming bisexuality when I was like, no, you're one of us. How is that possible? It doesn't make sense to me. But none of that's actually accurate. Yeah. Right? Yeah. I mean, it's just, it's like, look, you can be in a completely hetero straight relationship and and be a bottom as a guy. You know, like, there's so many ways that people can love and be sexual. And I, I don't know. I mean, it's, but I do think that it's important for people, even bisexual people. And in this current climate, it's like a lot of people are getting slack for kind of like gay baiting, maybe coming out as bisexual, but who, you know, we're not, I'm not here to judge anybody, but I think it's important for people that are struggling internally to kind of like put words to it and kind of come out because I found that whenever I finally kind of like was open about it, that I started to be able to have more like loving, good relationships with both men and women, Mm. but it wasn't until I kind of like put words to it that it was that allowed it allowed me to just like 
be in relationships. So it's just important to me to put words to. Yeah. Who, who knew it all came down to honest communication? <laughs> well, Clayton yeah. Ferris, I'm so happy that you did come out publicly. I'm happy that you're having this conversation and that you are representing the bisexual community that I do feel like oftentimes is not treated as they should be. And uh, thank you for joining us. Thank you. Happy bye week. Happy pride. Happy pride. Yes. All of it. <laughs> Stay safe. Bye. Coming up next in What Did I Miss? Find out what these Girl Scouts are doing with 15 million boxes that did not get sold during COVID. Coming up next. Tell me something good. I'll tell you something good. The White House is rainbow again. That's good. Remember four years of not even getting acknowledged? Yes. By... The president of the United States during Pride Month? Yes, I do. Well, Joe Biden's a different kind of president. So is Dr. Jill Biden. Oh, we love Dr. Jill. Joe came out before President Obama in support of gay marriage. A little bit of a hiccup there. I'm sure Obama's thrilled about that. Uh, But the Bidens do have a nice message uh, for us during this month. Let's take a listen. We want to wish you a happy Pride Month and let you know how proud we are to stand with you this month and every month. For the LGBTQ community... For our nation and for the world, Pride Month represents so very much. It stands for defiance in the face of injustice, the legacy of Stonewall, and the fight to ensure that all people be treated with dignity and respect. I love that how much they love us. Yeah, it, it doesn't feel forced. It doesn't feel like a corporation who jumped on the bandwagon. He's been supportive for a long time. Uh, and to be that old and to be like a straight white guy... And be like, and, and, and he makes it a, a, a central part of his administration. Uh, and he was doing that before Pride Month, too. I think it's pretty cool. I love that. Okay, well, this story is really great. Coming out of Pennsylvania, uh, a lesbian <laughs> First couple. First time that sentence has ever been said. <laughs> it's a great story out of Pennsylvania. I Come grew up near there. Trust me. Pennsylvania. <laughs> Just kidding. A lesbian couple was crowned prom queens after a surprise win. Now, the couple didn't even know they made it on the ballot, let alone thought that they were going to win. Aww. But a few of their friends had nominated them, and the girls took the crowns literally and our prom queens they literally said f the patriarchy they're like we're not even giving you <laughs> the patriarchy a king. and a special shout out to our listeners in philly uh 96.5 tdy fm hd3 also in pittsburgh hey. 107.9 fm hd3 we do love you in pennsylvania by yeah the way. listen my family's from pittsburgh and Philadelphia. My dad's Philadelphia and my mom's side's Pittsburgh. A lot of Amish communities, a lot of Mennonites in uh, Pennsylvania. They Mennonites. make really fantastic pies, by the way, mm. just in case you were wondering. Uh, you have some audio. Yeah, actually, of the prom queens. I, mm-hmm. I couldn't believe we won. It yeah. was so exciting. I think I think all of the pictures are us just like with our jaws just <laughs> dropped. I just kept saying, holy crap, you know? <laughs> There's so nerds. much hope for the like uh, like different students. Students who aren't your typical prom king and queen. I love nerds. It's so oh. sweet. I love it. Listen for me also. Just so you know, nerd is a term of endearment. I've always been attracted to nerds. My friends have always been nerds. My little sister, whom I love and adore, is a total nerd. I'm a nerd. I love when ner- I, nerds are having a moment. Yeah, nerds are making a comeback. That's right. Listen, I think that's the perfect way to end. Tell me something good. It's brought to you by McDonald's. At McDonald's, get a small summer treat like the new Minute Maid strawberry watermelon slushy or McCafe fraps and smoothies for just two bucks. Now, AJ, before we go, we want to remind our listeners Sam Fisher is joining us tomorrow. We have a great show for you. And to take it out, I have a little something for you. Oh, good. 
I hate this so much. Cat rock and roll. Death metal. Ugh. Yeah, you love it, don't you? I'm it's like your favorite I'm having, song. I'm having an allergic reaction. <laughs> well, have a great rest of your day. We'll see you tomorrow. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance, too, with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law.